Yep. Sound good? Whoa. Sorry. I just played. <laughs> I can't get it. That's why you don't out. play with your phone during the podcast. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. You back? Yeah. Together, we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. But for now, we enjoy our small town island life, playing games and cooking foods of all types. But most of all, we enjoy traveling to new places. And as we plan to move overseas one day, we hope to use this time to share our transition and experiences along the way. Guess what, Katie? (laughs) (laughs) What, babe? This is episode 10. Episode 10. Yep, we've done 10. Well... I guess we've done nine of these. Nine. So this would be our 10th one. This is our 10th one. It's exciting. Yeah. It is our decade podcast. Yeah. So these are released every other week, which means that it's been... 20 weeks? We started in January, so it's been like five months. Yeah. It's June now. Yeah. 20 weeks. Yeah. So I think we should lead with our mistakes, like all good podcasters. (laughs) Okay. So last episode... We said that when it came out, we would be in Denver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we weren't. We well, hadn't left yet. We, yeah, we hadn't actually left so yet. So it was released on Monday, and then we, we left went, on Thursday. We went on Thursday. Yeah, that was just bad calendaring on my part. It happens. So I forgive you. Thank you. And I hope <laughs> all of our listeners will, too. So we have gone to Denver and back since you've last heard from us. Yes, we have come and gone. No, we've gone and come. Gone and come. Mm-hmm. We're a little off on our recording schedule, so we are recording really close to our release date. Yeah, a couple days. We'll get it out in time. Yeah, and Denver was great. Yeah, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, because we didn't spend the whole time in Denver. So what was your favorite part of Colorado? Um, well, I always enjoy the conference that we go to, mm-hmm. um, that I go to. This is your third one. My third time. San Diego. Boston. Boston. We haven't done that in a while. No. <laughs> no, Denver. Yeah. But we, like we've talked about in our previous episodes, we go at the beginning or the end or we tag on a few extra days. And so this time we left early and went out to Keystone. So we rented mm-hmm. a car and went out to the Keystone Resort area and yep. um, found a condo that was- Deserted. Re- <laughs> was like there was like nobody there yeah when we got there i'm pretty sure we were the only people in the building possibly i think they call it mud season i saw that around mm-hmm. i think it's the like the season between ski season and summer season is this middle time where you can't really ski and it's still too cold to do outdoors things because it it snowed while we were there but there wasn't enough snow we it, saw all all range of weather yeah. From rain to snow to beautiful sunshine to being cold and hot. Mud season. Yeah. Yeah. I think. If you're from Colorado and it's not called mud season, let let me know what <laughs> it actually is called. Or what mud season actually is. Yeah. So I, I probably enjoyed I enjoyed being out just in the mountains where it was really pretty. Yeah. We don't have many mountains here. Shame, shame, Iowa. Um, yeah. So I I really enjoyed just going out and seeing the mountains and kind of being able to weave through on the roads and it was just good. We could, our condo faced towards the 
uh, Resort Hill where people go skiing during the winter, but there's no snow right now. There's a little bit here and there. Yeah, not at Keystone. Right. And so that was fun just to be able to wake up in the morning and see a mountain right by, right out of our window. Mm-hmm. Made it relaxing and just to kind of take a break. and Yeah. And they had a hot tub. They did. I don't think I'd ever been in a hot tub while it was snowing before. And we did that. Yeah, we did. There are other people out there too, so we weren't crazy. Yeah. Well, we might have still been crazy, but other people were crazy That's too. That's a normal thing. I mean, I think you said that when you used to go skiing, you would do that. Yeah, you do that in the winter. Yeah. Or whenever I visited Alaska, we were, there's like natural hot springs that we would go and sit in. Mm-hmm. So that was your favorite part? Yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Hmm. What was yours? Well, that's a good question. There were lots of cool. That was pretty cool. We we did go up the ski slope. So Keystone was closed, but there's one that's a little higher up called A-Basin. And that one was still open for skiing. And we bought some, they have a lodge that's like halfway up the mountain. And so we bought lift tickets that came with lunch. lunch. And so we rode up the ski lift and got lunch up there in the mountains. And everyone was kind of skiing around us and we were just in tennis shoes. (laughs) Do you remember that time that I was going to go up the ski lift and wear my like flats without any socks on? Yes. And you convinced me to wear tennis shoes? Yes. That was a great idea. Yep. Thank you. So that was pretty fun. Uh, It was cold well, because it was, you know, at a ski lodge, but the food was good. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a nice little discussion about going skiing. Katie loves to ski, hasn't skied in a long time. I am afraid of skiing and don't really want to break my legs. And uh, Which you won't. Might. Do we want to have this discussion again? So this is just a taste of the discussion that uh-huh. we had on, on top of this mountain. And uh, So while this was your favorite part, it was not necessarily my favorite part. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if that was my favorite part. I was just commenting about that. Um, one of the cool things that was unexpected is when we were driving there, the Google took us, like Google Maps, took us through Loveland Pass, which is this high mountain pass that goes across the Continental Divide at the top of the mountains. That was unexpected because I didn't, well, it's unexpected because I didn't expect it, (laughs) but it was really cool. And there were signs that said, avalanche blasting at any time using long range weaponry. (laughs) I think that was a really cool sign. So that was really cool. I don't know that that was my favorite part either. Um, I really enjoyed the day that we rented bikes for a couple of hours. Oh, and rode around the lake. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was great. We did that twice. Yeah. Well, the next day I rode, rode while you ran. Right. So Keystone's kind of in an area that is near other kind of ski resort places or small mountain towns. And so it's very easy to drive from Keystone to Dillon to Breckenridge. And so we kind of did that back and forth, but we went back and forth the most between. So like 15 minutes to one place, 15 to the next, another 15 to the next place. So we kind of did that um, a lot. And we were able to rent bikes for two hours one time. One Twice. Day. Twice. One day we both rented. The next day I just did. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And it's kind of fun because I was able to get my long run in. Since I'm training for a half marathon, I had to do a long run. And um, school bus. Really? Yeah. So it was really fun to be able to ride bikes and then actually go and run the route that we rode bikes at. Yeah, Um, that was nice. And since I'm training for a marathon... (laughs) 
not a marathon, a half marathon. Uh, it was, I had need, I needed to do a long run. And so I, I was able to do that. And I was able to do that with you still riding with me mm-hmm. so that I wasn't by myself. And then I didn't run like the whole next week at the conference. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets so busy. It's so hard to get out and run. It's fine. So I, when I was thinking about my favorite thing, I think my favorite thing was that dinner at the Italian restaurant that we went to. Like, oh, and the whole call. So we moved on from Keystone. Yeah, the whole, whole trip. Oh, yeah. So th- I was just thinking about Keystone. That was fun. But yeah, Denver, our time in Denver, we went to a, an Italian restaurant. That was fun. Mm-hmm. So one of the partners that we work with at my university took us out for a dinner, and it was at Firenze a Tavoli, Tavola, Firenze a Tavola. But it was a great um, authentic Tuscan dining restaurant. Yeah, it was really good. There was three courses, anti-pasta, then uh, first course, second course, and really good dessert. It was great. Great food. Mm-hmm. And there, it was just great company, too, I thought. So it was interesting to get to know new people and hear their stories and good food, wine, yep. stories. Yep. Always. Always a joy. And we went out for dinner with some of my college friends, and that was really fun. And then with a girl you hadn't seen in... 16 years. Yeah. So shout out to Brett and Leanne and to Debbie. Thanks for hanging out with us. We enjoyed it. So overall, though, we had talked about before that Denver wasn't our favorite city. It seemed like there was not much to do. And maybe that was more about us than about the city. But thinking back to like this conference in San Diego and in Boston, it was a challenge for you to kind of balance work and everything else we wanted to do. But when we were in Denver, we didn't really have that problem. Right. I A lot of places were closed on Memorial Day, and I feel like that's some of the problem. Um, but Memorial Day is only one day, and the conference hadn't even started yet. Right. But and the conference is always on Memorial Day. Yeah, I know. But other places, they it doesn't seem to be a problem. They seem to have things open on Memorial Day. That's what I remember, but I don't remember... I think this conference, I was just more busy. Like, I just knew that I had a pretty book today. And so there just wasn't any chance to do things. Like, there's the core course uh, field or factory, like brewery factory that we could have gone to, but they weren't open on Memorial Day. And that was the only slot of time that I had because um, they are done. They're done with um, their tours at like 2, 2 p.m. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so just every all the that, timing seems to be like we're done by two or three, and I had sessions tour, and stuff until four. The tea factory tour that we had talked about going to. Yeah, the Celestial Tea Factory wasn't open on Monday, and we didn't get back till Monday, and then it's up in Boulder, and so that would have taken a whole afternoon to get up there. So it just wasn't convenient mm-hmm. to do things because not everything was in Denver. It seemed to be kind of all over the place. There was the Denver Zoo, but needed, we kind of talked about it, but we... So maybe it's more our fault. It does kind of seem like it's our fault. Yeah, maybe there are things to do that we didn't do. Well, and there's and of course there's like the Colorado Rockies game that we could have gone and seen, but neither one of us are yeah, huge baseball fans, so it wasn't something that we really wanted to do. There's yeah, the Pepsi Factory. There's all these like things that we could have done. Museums, we just chose the Colorado not to do. History Museum that we went into but didn't actually go into because we thought it was too expensive for the hour that we had left. Yeah. So if you're wondering why we're not doing a podcast on this, is because we feel like we've failed you miserably. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There's not an. We could have talked about all the things that we could have done, but not actually did. That's true. 
But we did have a great time. And I think this this vacation is different from the last ones because we just we just kind of were laid back and enjoyed it. And if stuff happened, great. And if it didn't, then it didn't. Um, I'll mention one more thing, though, that was probably one of my favorite things about being out in the mountain area is that they had um, a restaurant in Frisco that was called The Lost Cajun that you had found mm-hmm. um, on Yelp. Did you find it on Yelp? Probably. And it was delicious. And... It's basically like a guy from Louisiana founded this Cajun restaurant and they bring you out like a sampler set of um, gumbo, crawfish etouffee, but there's two different types of gumbo, like chicken and um, sausage and then seafood gumbo, crawfish etouffee, a lobster bisque, jambalaya, and something else. But you get to try it. Like that was kind of like you get to decide what you would want a cup of. Mm Mm-hmm. They just it did, was everything really was really good. Hush yeah. puppies, fried catfish. And there was a... Beignets, which we did not get. Louisiana tech flag in the corner. There was. And I took a picture with it. So I'll include it in the show notes. It that was, was a good restaurant. That was a good restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I thought of that we could talk about a little bit is that we we don't live in a big city right now. And well, we never have. But whenever... Together, we, we've never had. Yeah. Right. Whenever we go into the big a big city, especially in America... There's a lot of homeless people and there's like beggars on the street asking for money, asking for food. And it's just something that I don't know how to think about correctly. And we we talk about this a little bit too, but I always feel very conflicted about giving people money, feeling I shouldn't, but feeling like I should and not knowing what to do and not carrying cash and not having food, but maybe thinking we should do all these things and thinking... Well, there are other ways to help people that might be help them more. You know, are they just going to buy marijuana? We were in Denver. They're just going to buy pot with it anyway. Or, you know. It's a very generalization. Right. But these are. Generalizing thought. These are the thoughts that that all kind of roll around and just leave me feeling like not doing anything because I don't know what to do, but then feeling bad about not doing anything. And so we've, we've talked about it some, but I wanted to throw that out there to our podcast listeners to see how you guys deal with it. And if you have any clever thoughts or have read any articles about it or or anything like that, I'd love to see that. So you can shoot those our way. There's usually like one or two times if we're in a big city that something presents itself in order for us to help a person. And that's what we've done. Um, And if if we've had cash sometimes, then we've... So I think we gave two people something, but we probably said no to 50 others. Yeah, and so it's just the thing of like, how do you how do you deal with it? And how do you balance it? Yeah. So if you know of any good resources or thoughts about that. Yeah, we'd be interested to hear. Yeah, definitely. We're still developing like what should what should kind of be our, I guess you can't, it's not equal uh, among all people. And so how should we approach it rightly? How should we think rightly about it? How should we just have like a certain amount of cash that we say and these this is what we give out whenever we're in a large city like that. And I think the reason that we want to know what other people think is because we're about to move to Izmir and Izmir has a really large refugee population. And while I'm sure that there is a lot of support for what they need, I think there's also, I mean, this isn't, refugees are not the first people who were on the street. I'm not, and I'm not even saying the refugees are the ones that are on the street. Um, because there is a pretty large gypsy population um, in Turkey in general, and so like in Istanbul, there would be quite a bit, quite a lot of beggars, um, and they would be. Gypsy I think people. there are in Izmir too. 
Right. And so that's why I'm saying there wouldn't necessarily be refugees. They could be other people. But it seems... So how do we rightly approach it that? It seems different in a city that you live in than in a city you're visiting. Maybe this is wrong. But in, I guess if you're not intentional, it's the same. But if you're intentional, you could like have actual ways to help people, you know, and talk like to snacks. them. No, like resources to say, hey, I could give you some food and you eat it and you'd be hungry tomorrow. Like if that's what you want, you know, fine, here's a sandwich. But if you actually want help, you know, if you don't want to live on the street anymore, here is a place that you can go and they can help you and then donate money and donate your time there that's actually helping people instead of just giving people money and and enabling them to continue to live on the street. Mm Mm-hmm. But in Denver, you know, I did see a sign. I did see a sign that was like, you could text a phone number and it would donate to some charity that would is like helping the homeless in Denver. Mm-hmm. And so it was the sign said something like, you know, actually help the homeless text here to donate $10 to, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to hear what people think about that. Send me your thoughts. Uh, yeah. So do do you have anything else about Denver? Did you have a good time while I was at a conference and... You yeah, were working. it was great. Yeah, I think it was fine. The apartment we stayed in, we broke the bed. Don't let's not talk about that. That's so <laughs> un- it sounds so inappropriate every time you say that to somebody. It does. I know, but I don't say it that way. I say you broke the bed. Ha! Huh. But, but like you, can, no, anybody can say that, and it's just going to sound awful. <laughs> fine, I'll just cut that out. No. So the Airbnb place that we stayed at was seemed like it could be a really great option because it's a one-bedroom place on the 30th floor of this apartment place. What? I'm off. I've gone off a tangent. Well, yeah, you'll just – you have a lot to say about this. Uh, I know. I know. But so everything in – everything, everything in this apartment was from like a thrift shop. And while Jason and I are – we are lovers of secondhand things. We are lovers of nice quality secondhand things. And these were like, let me just find the crappiest stuff that I can find and put it in these rooms. Mm-hmm. And that is what happened. Yeah. You are you feel way more extreme about this than I did. But what happened is that Katie sat down on the bed a little harder. I mean, I you plopped. were- you I plopped. You down on plopped the bed. down on the bed and it like broke the bed frame. Where the metal frame goes yeah, into, into the, the wood. wood. The wood like split and cracked open. A huge chunk of wood yeah, came off. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't because of you. It was because of you, but it wasn't like your fault. No. It'd probably been like hanging Crazy. on by a thread for like months. Yeah. Anyway. That was so. That was funny. That's something that happened. But overall, I I enjoyed the time away. I enjoyed Denver and our trip and overall. But I'm glad to be home too. Me too. It's nice to be home. So, do you have any other updates? No, I don't think so. I had I had the opportunity. This always comes up to talk about uh, people asking me what I do, and I always tell them I'm a software consultant or I do web development or something. But all of like the the classes that I take and the resources, like this is that is the wrong answer to tell people. Well, great, because that's what I've been telling people for like the last. Well, that's because that's what I tell them. But what what you should do is like be a, a specialist in a niche and like do what what value when people ask you, I help businesses do this. You know, that's that's like the right way to do it. But I never do it correctly. Whenever we we meet lots of new people and these conferences are good opportunity i always get talked chopped into that well i own a software company or i do web development you know i help businesses write software blah 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 so what do you think it should be well that's part of the problem is because i don't have a very clearly defined niche that i'm excited about 
I have some things, but... Well, would you, okay, so just based off of the stuff that you're doing right now, what mm-hmm. would you say is your primary area of expertise? Well, so I for my clients that I just do development for, my answer is fine because I'm just like, I just help them write software for various people. But for my other special specialty things, it would be like I help WordPress authors write better headlines for their blog posts, you know, that sort of thing. Um, it's hard to say that you like that that's what you do because like that's just one area well that's what a niche is well yeah i know that but like it seems it's not like the whole part of your job right but i don't have to tell the whole part of my job Mm. i just have to like talk about the piece of my job that i want to grow or that i want to be because eventually that could be the full thing that i do but it's not right now and so I was thinking about my my new secret project that I kind of talked to you about a little bit. Mm-hmm. I could tell them that. But then what if they say like, oh, I'd love to see your website. And I'm like, mm, well, I don't really have one for that yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Sounds like you need another website. Yeah. It's totally off topic. But <laughs> Denver was great. You know, I enjoyed it. We can. Um, there are a few other updates that we have um, since we last talked. Are there? Yeah. We, um, so like in the process of moving forward, which thanks for all of your love on Facebook and Instagram for our podcast. Oh, from last, from our last yeah, episode. We, we yeah, we got, there was a lot, of, it just seemed like everyone was mostly excited about us going and yeah, it was fun to hear from people just saying congratulations, like Christina and Meredith, Aaron and Essen and Sarah Marie, and there's a bunch of people. So yeah. um, Lynn, Emily, Chris, and Callan, there's a lot of friends that just kind of popped in and said, hey, we're excited for you and sad to see you go, but we're um, mostly excited about this next new adventure. Yeah. And so I really appreciate the love and people being excited for us. Yeah. It makes it easier. But nobody asked questions, so maybe we thoroughly answered them all. Maybe. I think we had a few people that asked us how to listen to the podcast, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. that was on Instagram. I think the the link wasn't right. So, oh, bummer. Um, but yeah, I think uh, people who people may or may not have listened to the actual episode, but mm-hmm. um, we can kind of answer questions as they come. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have questions, feel free to ask. Yeah. Um, so in the moving overseas part, some things have happened as we're moving that way of kind of getting rid of things in our house and getting things in order. And so there's um, three kind of major, three major things that have happened for us that have happened in the last two weeks. Do you know what those are? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I hate it when you do this. Why? There are five things in my mind right now. Tell me what Tell they me are. Tell me what they are. Guess. Guess. N- no. Just... You can't think of any of them? The garage sale? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's one. The other two, I have no idea. You have no idea? Really? Okay. So let's talk. The garage sale had happened. Um, We had like a citywide garage sale and my sister came and helped me kind of- Wait. Did we talk about the garage sale? We talked about it going to happen. Yes. Okay. So the garage sale was a huge hit. It went off really well. The garage sale was great and we really had a bunch of stuff- which drew in a lot of people. Oh, I know what number two is, oh, too. Oh, <laughs> great. Okay, just wait until after this one. So um, my sister came down, What brought a whole bunch of our things, and so we had um, a really wide range of items to sell and like even like larger furniture items that we don't use anymore, um, chairs, 
somehow we had like 20 chairs. Somehow? Um, well, maybe because I had bought them before from other garage sales yeah, and never didn't did just anything. Magically appear. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So we ended up selling quite a bit of items and we donated some. And then we have like one shelf left of items that we actually put outside and we didn't bring it inside because I said we do not need to put them back in our house. Yeah. Um, so it's sitting on a shelf in our garage. Hopefully we'll be able to sell some of those items. But a lot of big stuff. Like we had ta- an extra table. We even pulled out our dining room table yeah, and chairs. Yeah, you got in a mood where you're I just like. I got in a mood and I was like. Price tags on everything. <laughs> and I had to um, say. We got rid of no. like our TV stand. And I sent the TV with your mom because she was in town. And we also sold like we have an Excel sheet that we have sent out to our friends. And so they've kind of put their names on things that we want. So it's that's made it easier um, to kind of say, okay, I know where some of the bigger items are going. So that's kind of been like a big, like, okay, this is really happening and we are getting rid of our stuff and we're not keeping it. And so let's move forward in this. And so that's going to just help keep that momentum going. Yep. So our house is getting emptier. Yes. Which yep, is a slowly. good thing. Yep. Um, so that's starting. We'll probably have more updates on that in the future. Um. The second one, we bought plane tickets. We did. Yeah. I'm sure y'all were getting a little bit nervous about us moving because we hadn't actually bought plane tickets. So yes, we bought plane tickets. And we found great. So we had this, I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but there were a couple times that we went to go buy them before and we ended up in a disagreement about the nature of what our tickets should look like. And it comes down to Katie and I having different ideas about what constitutes like an event. (laughs) And for me, moving to a foreign country is sufficient to constitute an adventure. And for Katie, it's like, well, we're going to move, but why don't we just take two months to move and stop in Spain and stop in Italy and stop in in all these places on our way there? The fall is the best time to do that. Uh, And it's just... (laughs) (laughs) Does it still wear you off that much thinking about it? It's just hard to... We just have different ideas about this. Katie gets really excited about about these things. Yeah, I was like six months. Let's just travel for six months before... Much more practical about things. But this... We were looking... Katie had resigned the fact that moving overseas was a sufficient (laughs) enough thing to do. Um, And so we were looking and I found a itinerary that had an like 11 hour layover in in new york uh, in, at newark airport and new york is a place that we had mentioned in one of the many dreaming sessions katie had new york was a place that we thought about i even I, had I thought <laughs> i even had thought like what if we just drive there yeah, with all of our stuff, drop off the car? Because sometimes the rental car companies have a... Like, you can do one-way trips. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes they want you to drive a car back to places. Because you know everybody from New York drives here. Right. So New York was on our list of places to potentially go. And then this was an 11-hour layover. We wouldn't have our luggage. We would just have our like carry-ons and stuff. And we could even store those and we have enough time to go into the city and it'd be great. And so we found these tickets. They get us into Izmir. And the reason we were having some disagreements on it was these are, we're using miles to get over that way. And apparently if you use miles or if you get any type of round trip ticket, then you can have stopovers, but you can't get stopovers when you only have one way tickets. And we have enough miles to get one way tickets. And so we're not having to pay for our tickets. Yeah. So there's a tip for people who want to move overseas one day, like ask us about how to get one way tickets for free. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why don't you just say it now? Well, because I don't want people to use credit cards irresponsibly. Okay. So you sign up for United. Well, we si- we signed up for United Credit Card. You signed up for a credit card deal where airlines will give you bonus miles. Mm-hmm. And so for us, United was giving 50,000 airline miles if you sign up for a credit card and spent so much within the first three months of having the card. Mm-hmm. They also gave you extra miles if you had another person on your account who spent money like it just had to be one transaction Mm -hmm. um but it was your card basically and so jason signed up for this card after he found out that thirty thousand miles it will get you a one-way ticket like that's one way to new york or it's one way to turkey like Mm -hmm. all the way over um we originally thought it would get us round trip tickets but yeah we were wrong about that basically thirty thousand ticket and you already had some you already had some miles. And so yeah. basically we're spending 60,000 miles to get two one-way tickets and we're yeah. paying $50 or something like that. Yeah. So this is, I think, just the tip of the iceberg of like this whole airline system. There's a community out there that's just like how to use Maximize. and abuse the loopholes of all of these airline and like people like really get into this and bonus miles and credit card points and like all sorts of things. I'm all about it. Yeah, well, not, I mean, there are people who write books and blogs. I don't know much about it, but yeah. when I was trying to research some of these things, like, it is a whole world out there yeah. that I know and very little about. We we just have done the basics. We signed up for a card, yeah. and we spent money on it, and we got 60,000 miles. We do miles. feel good. We, we're walking through the airport today. You know, the big bonus sign that's like, 30,000 bonus miles when you sign up for a credit card. And we're like, suckers, we got 50. <laughs> Probably because we already have a member like a, I don't know why members of you know, ma- or something like that. I think they offer 30, but if you press them, maybe they'll get 50 or maybe it's a promo. I don't know. We're not in this world of like super loophole jumping, but right. Uh, so we bought tickets and yeah. we were able to get them for free, which is awesome. They because, were like $50. Well, $50. Yeah. But it's great. It is great because generally one-way tickets cost the same as round-trip tickets. Yeah. It's just a really big blessing that that's something that doesn't have to come out of our, our savings or our budgeted money for moving. Yep. That's great. So that's number two? Yep. I don't know what the third one is. We got our will done. <laughs> oh. Did we talk about that one the last one? I don't think so. So basically, part of moving overseas is us getting kind of our legal documents in place. And I had had some legal documents in place before we got married. And so I was like, we've been married two years. We're about to move overseas. We should probably do this. And in case anything happens and to give people power of attorney and rights and technically don't have the power of attorney stuff yet. It has like the medical power of attorney or something right and so there's um basically just made an appointment and got it done and yeah one of our my friends i think i could call him my friend it's not like an acquaintance but we're not like friends he has another podcast like a work buddy really yeah his podcast is called minimum viable podcast it's about the iowa startup scene i haven't ever listened to it he's an iowa startup buddy yeah uh his wife started a new service called will in a day and you can pay and like have a two or two or three hour meeting and she gives you snacks yes there were snacks (laughs) it worked out really well so if you're in des moines you can google will in a day her name's hopewood hopewood yeah it worked out really well for us yeah so those are kind of like some three big things that have happened in the last couple of weeks for moving so it's kind of made it feel a little bit more real yeah it is feeling more real how are you feeling about it 
Well, since we've been in Denver, I've been a little bit distracted from it. I mm-hmm. did have a hard time with the, not with getting rid of stuff at the garage sale, but my sister stayed the night with me and Isabel, her daughter, came over. And I really love being an aunt to our nieces and nephews. And when and Isabel comes over and stays the night with us, so she kind of knows the ropes. And sometimes, this is the first time Emma's ever stayed at our house, so... <laughs> Like well, it's because it, she, she lives like 10 miles away. Right. So, so there's, there's no need. No need to. Usually just, you know, her four-year-old daughter comes and stays with us. And she kind of knows the ropes. And we've got our own system of doing things. And so, yeah, it's it's fun to be able to be that aunt for for my niece. Well, for all of our nieces and nephews. And so I'm going to – I think I'm going to really miss that. So because yeah. I, I kind of did the bed bedtime routine instead of Emma doing it, and which was fine because that's kind of what we do here. And so Emma just kind of let me still be aunt and play aunt while she was here. So I, I put her to bed and I read her a story and I don't know if we sing a song. Usually we read a story, we sing a song, we pray, and then she goes to sleep. So I read her the story and it was about how I love you. Like I love you and then I love you more. It's these two rabbits, the big rabbit and the little rabbit. And it was just really sad. Like I started crying through it. Yeah. <laughs> Felt so silly, but it was basically the big hair saying that, well, the little the little guy, the little rabbit is basically saying, I love you. And then the bigger rabbit, because he's bigger, says, I love you more. And so everything the little rabbit can say, the other one can say it's more because he's bigger. Hmm. But it's just really, really sweet. Yeah. I think the best way, I don't remember how it came up with this. Maybe somebody else invented it, but I started telling people that we're excited to go, but we're sad to leave. And I think that really helps explain it because to, if we just said we're really excited to go, people, well, what, aren't you going to miss your family? Well, of course, we're going we're gonna to miss our family, and we're really sad to leave them. But it doesn't mean we're not excited to leave. And so I think that phrase, "excited to go but sad to leave," yeah, it's really a, helps. It's helps really clarify hard. the situation. It's a hard balance, and the reason I mentioned that story was just because I I love that we're still going. I know that we can still be close. And we can still FaceTime and, um, but it will just be different and yeah. I won't, I just won't be here to do those things. Yeah. And, um, I mentioned that just because the next morning she got up and she said, do you know what we forgot to do, Taze? And Taze is the Turkish word for aunt. We mm-hmm. can talk about the Turkish word, but that's what, um, that's what Isabel's always called me. She's always called me Taze instead of aunt. Yeah. And because you lived in Turkey when she was born, no, no, I was living overseas, but I just really oh, okay. like the word Taze. Oh, yeah, and um, it's like a cultural thing, it's a cultural thing. Call. So, any any older lady that's yeah. old Even, enough to be your aunt, you call Taze. Any woman that you don't know who's old enough to look like your sister would be your older sister or Abla, yeah, in the same way for men, too. They yeah. have they just have cult- it's like it's saying dear thing. or honey. Or those yeah, types that's of a southern words. thing. That's yeah. a southern thing. Yeah, or like, hey, hey, brother, hey, man. You know, you we do that. You know, thanks, man. Yeah, we do that here. Yeah, and so, so that's I just guess man. Is that's just a word brother. that a cultural word that they would use. And so, yeah. Anyway, um, and it specifically stands for your sister's, your mom's sister. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, she had said to me, "Do you know what we forgot to do?" And I said, "No, I don't." And she said, "We forgot to pray last night before we go to bed." And I thought she's four, four and a half, and. Mm-hmm. Just some of her thought processes and our conversations and she's just remembering things. And so it's just a really fun age. And so I hate, like, I'm just really sad that we're leaving at an age where this is when it gets, this is when it starts getting fun. Yeah. 
And then you got out of bed after a little bit and she was watching a TV show on an iPad and I was- Oh, in the morning, the next morning. morning. Yeah. And I was kind of asleep. And then the show was over and then she fell off the bed backwards (laughs) (laughs) and like crashed on the ground. And I thought she had a concussion because she was like not walking straight anymore. (laughs) Sorry, Isabel. <laughs> Tells you how good of aunts and uncles we are. <laughs> yeah, she was fine. Most She's of the time, small. she does really does really well, but that was not a pleasant experience. Yeah, but it was good. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the those are three big things that have kind of happened in the last three weeks to move overseas. Yeah, it's coming along. Yeah, less than two months. No, two months. Yeah, almost. Almost. We're months. almost there. So I have a countdown on my phone. We are actually at sixty-five days. 65 days. 65 days. Just over two months. So we were actually, we had a big discussion (laughs) before we started recording this podcast about like the nature of our podcast and lots of things. Um, And we were planning on, as we talked about last week, talking about kind of our experience with Turkey and uh, like how we got there and how we fell in love with the country and how we fell in love with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we ended up talking about denver more than than we planned and talking about like these the three big things so i think we're gonna call it an episode and i think that's the since we had that discussion about our podcast and just i think we just needed to decide what what page we were on and what we wanted to look like and Mm -hmm. i think you listened to a podcast called marriage is funny yeah and in the last episode we were we listened to as we were driving somewhere this weekend they spend a lot of time on content well and they were talking about how like some of the best and hardest times that they've had is because of their podcast like they're like some of the biggest fights that they have is about the podcast and the right. hard things and i think well, i can sympathize with that yeah and it's not even bad it's it's more or less like blending ideas together and figuring out what we want it to look like and so that it works for both of us. Yeah. So we'd like, I mean, one of the things that I mentioned that we'd like to hear is, you know, in, in the last 10 episodes, what have been the favorite, your favorite parts of our podcast? What are the things that we talk about that you actually like us talking about? Or conversely, like, what are the things that we talk about that you just don't really care to hear about? Um, Because we want to improve and the podcast is for you. It's for us, but it's for you as well. So we just upgraded the commenting system on our blog. So it's going to be a lot easier for you to comment. So we'd love for you to head over and check that out and let us know. You can also use our Facebook page as yeah, well work too. and leave a, a comment on when we share the episode. Yep. And go back and if you haven't listened to the other episodes, then we'd love for you to listen to them. Yeah, especially the previous one. If you miss that one, episode nine is kind of a big one in our lives. So. It is. So if you haven't listen to that one yet and you're listening to this episode it may not make a lot of sense (laughs) um but we'd love if you and if you're going to share an episode first with anybody to say hey i listened to this podcast maybe you'd like to listen to it too episode nine could be a really easy one to start them off yep probably episode one and then episode nine (laughs) um some of the ones in between are kind of a hit and miss if you want to listen to them then you can and if you don't then you don't so Um, We are excited to continue moving forward with our move and sharing it with you. And we appreciate you listening along the way and being willing to have us talk about our lives with you and share it. Yep. So that's it for today. So last time we ended with a word, a Turkish word. Oh, yeah. 
And we talked about a couple of words. Goulet, goulet. <laughs> right. So last time it was goodbye or bye-bye is goulet, goulet. But we haven't taught you hello. So I thought hello would be a good one to start off with. We should have done that at the beginning. I know, right? Uh, so we're going to teach you hello. And one way to say hello is... Merhaba. Merhaba. And it kind of flows. The more you say it and the quicker that you say the H just kind of just flows into the rest of it. So it's like mm. merhaba. Or Maraba. Maraba. So you kind of lose the H and it ends up being Meraba instead yeah. of Merhaba. Right. Um, but it's just but it's like, Meraba. I mean, it's like in English when you say hello or you could say hello. Right. And so that's just one way to say hello. Um, the general, the typical greeting for um, Muslims or for that, for maybe that area would be salam. Um, and that's kind of a peace be with you, mm-hmm. uh, hello or greeting. And they say it in a lot of Central Asian countries. But for Turkey yeah. and for Turkish, they generally use merhaba. Yeah. Salam is Arabic. Right. It comes from salam alaikum. Mm-hmm. Salam alaikum. Peace, be, peace upon you. Be, be upon you. Yeah. But for Turkish, it's Turkish isn't an Arabic root language. It's a Persian yeah. language. So salam is inherited from Arabic. Right. The typical Turkish greeting is merhaba. Merhaba. So, good word. Yeah. So, merhaba and gulay gulay. Hello and goodbye.